So, uh, welcome everybody to episode two of Them's the Facts, a podcast about fun facts and lying to your friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am Gabe, I'm one of your three co-hosts. I'm John. And I'm Chris. Uh, and I guess we should just start. Um, well, so I mean, we should also mention, yeah, yeah. This is our second episode, and since we recorded the first episode, we got picked up by the Pocket Podcast Network, so they're going to be supporting us through distribution. So you can now, for sure, find us on whatever podcast listening device other than Spotify, Your, like favorite streaming service. Yes, yeah. that one. That uh, yeah, one. other than Spotify, you said. Other, other than Spotify, Spotify. we're not on Spotify. Right. Apple Music is not a device, John. Apple. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, let's see. What what else? Um, oh, yeah. We have theme music. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's um, by... Uh, put it in the description, but it is a song, Never Far, by James Hunter USA. Mm-hmm. Band out of Atlanta. So mm-hmm. definitely check it out. There's a link in the description, no matter what you're listening to it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, for the order of our facts, I think last time it was uh, it was Chris, you, me, right? Yes. So I think the way we should shift it this time is go you, me, Chris. Okay. If that's okay with you. It's good and arbitrary, and I don't know why you came up with that. But shift okay. everybody one back. Shift everybody one back. <laughs> We're not in the same order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fine, yeah. Okay. Um, so let's see. Uh, when we're recording this, and I guess when this is coming out, because this will come out two days before, I'm getting married. I'm getting married to my lovely co-host on yeah, the Friday after Hewing. it comes out. Yeah, the Friday after Friday this comes just, out, yeah. I'm getting married to Bethany, who is my co-host on Home Viewing, which you might listen to. Um, and so uh, Brittany, who's the head of the Pocket Podcast Network and will also be in attendance at the wedding along with these two, um, suggested what if we tried to make wedding-themed facts happen. Except it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I didn't know whether or not it was a joke. So I straight up have no wedding theme in my either one of my facts that I might use. I don't know about... You said that you... You said you did. I'm going to use it as my short one. Yeah. Okay. I, I've been vaguely... I have one that vaguely can be connected to the um, wedding. To the wedding. So, so wait, you getting married wasn't the fact. No, that's because that, sure right, that, that would be a giveaway. Yeah. I am definitely getting married Thought next I had Friday. This time. <laughs> um, okay, so what is everyone's favorite part about weddings? I think you're gonna get a bunch of different answers. That's true. It's I true. Think, well, I haven't honestly. I've only been to like two, and they were both like family weddings when I was a lot younger. Oh, true. I feel like this is gonna be an entirely different experience. Mine is typically food, unless it's family, and then it's just like the actual wedding part. It mm-hmm. feels, I don't. It's like a different answer, but I think that's pretty agreeable. Outside of that feeling, it's food for sure. Okay. Especially with this new trend of it always being barbecue. Mm. The last like, four weddings I've been to were barbecue. It was hard to find a barbecue caterer in Augusta, so like, don't be disappointed when it's I not barbecue. It There's no disappointing <laughs> barbecue, at least not that I know. Well, of. it's not barbecue though. That's the don't problem. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, it's still it's still all good. <laughs> I mean, can I eat it? Yeah, I, there is there is chicken. No, so yeah, that's all I asked for. <laughs> okay, one of my favorite parts is the open bar. Okay, fair. Of course. fair. Yeah, yeah, reasonable. Yes, reasonable. Which will probably be Gabe's favorite part since he is now of drinking age and going to a wedding. <laughs> I'm man. I've I've been. You just mean this is the first wedding I'm going to yeah. post being drinking age. I was yes, say, that's yeah, what I, I mean. At this point, it's been like a good it's year. Been, it's so. been a while. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
So I have a cocktail fact. Okay. Okay. Okay, that was the segue. That was the segue. <laughs> wedding related. Yes, it's wedding related because you drink cocktails. Right. Wedding weddings. adjacent. It is wedding adjacent. That's the best term for it. Okay. So there are a lot of different stories about how the margarita came to be. Um, but we all know the margarita as the cocktail that Jimmy you... Buffett's namesake. Yes. <laughs> His company's namesake. His Ville's namesake. <laughs> his his his, <laughs> his pocket industry's namesake. Um, but we know it as the cocktail that you get at Mexican restaurants. So like we like directly associate it with Mexico and Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Is it is it more, is it more Jimmy Buffett than Mexico at this point? Kind of I, oh no. I would say it depends on sort of your sphere of. Of, I, I, you know. I definitely think of it when I go to like a Mexican restaurant. So in that case, yes. Yeah. You think of like that. I don't know if I think of it as Mexican. I think of it more as like a Hispanic thing. But typically, you know, that's like Hispanic restaurants are the most famous like, quote unquote Hispanic restaurant. Mm-hmm. They like, well, people kind of make like these buckets for it. So like, even if I don't know if you would go to a Cuban place if you would get a margarita. You can you can get margaritas at a Cuban place. You should be getting mojitos at a See, Cuban place. See, I'm not place. Hispanic, so I don't really know how it works. <laughs> Yeah, man. I always feel bad, or, or like whenever I'm like, hmm, is this the time to like try a mojito? Whenever I'm at a place that has it, I'm like, oh, but I always hear that they're like the hardest thing to make, and people hate when people order them. <laughs> and I don't want to like inconvenience anybody any more than they already are in food they're service. Honestly, not that hard. All you've got to do is muddle mint and sugar together. I, actually, I, I should clarify. I think I've heard that it's more at bars because the like the rapid yeah. pace of just drink orders they have. To oh, absolutely. At a restaurant. Yeah. I think that's order a mojito. Yeah. Go go to Poppy's, order a mojito. Just, right. Just go to Poppy's. Yeah, just go to Poppy's. Poppy's. Man, what a great fucking name for a restaurant, honestly. <laughs> it's so good though. Like, like no 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 shade to my great grandmother, but my dad said that their beans were better than his great grandmother's. So like <laughs> Dang. My my favorite like dumb uh, uh, like name for a restaurant that I've heard is the uh, in in Statesboro where a couple of my roommates are from. There's, there is a chain of three uh, Mexican restaurants that are all called El Sombrero. And I'm like, you fucking named your restaurant Jesus. The Hat in Jesus. Spanish. You Jesus, asshole. I hate it. Yeah, hate anyway. It. Okay, wait. We never actually go to yeah, the what's, what's your thing? What's your, see, no, this is the fun of it, but what's your thing? Okay, well, the margarita isn't actually Mexican. It's Texan. You see, it's mm. see, it was created in Texas during okay. the Prohibition because okay. it was easier to get alcohol from Mexico than, say, to get a lot of brandies or champagnes or things like that. The things that people normally made cocktails out of that. See, tequila wasn't really popular in the States for a very long time. Until Prohibition, when it became easier to get than your standard liquors. Hmm. Hmm. Would it be easier to get than your standard liquors? I think so, because the smuggling process is easier, right? Because maybe importing wasn't allowed. What liquors do you import versus what's made in America? Like, whiskey's made in America. But you see, what I'm saying is during Prohibition would be illegal too, right? Because if you can't, during Prohibition, there was no legal whiskey production in America. So it was easy to just cross the border and grab grab some tequila and bring it in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously, this is they're post Texas being a state. Yeah, this is yeah. So this is yeah. This is early twentieth yeah, century, yeah. and that's when the margarita originated. Hmm. Here's here's the here's the thing. This is going through my head, right? You know how? Um, you know, what's the one car company that's actually named a- Mercedes? I think is like actually named after a person rather than the other way around. And people always think that like people named Mercedes are named after the. No, Mercedes is an old name. I mean, it's like it's like a Greek god or something, but it was like somebody's name and 
Yeah, anyway, I'm thinking it's like the same thing where it was just Isn't like it? randomly named after somebody named Margarita, drink. and that makes me think that it's not like an older, more traditional drink. I feel like naming drinks that way is at least a little more like like past hundred years. So brings us kind of right to Prohibition era. So that that leads me in the right in that direction. But it's ah, uh, I just you're right. You see, you got us because neither one of us is Hispanic. Because if, if let's say we had. Somebody, if, let's say, well, because let's say one of us was Mexican, right? Then, like, if it was a traditional thing that a bunch of Mexican people actually drank, we could say, "Oh, I've seen like my family drink this," but I have no fucking idea. Even if then, actual it's Mexican hard because even that might be hard because we might not because have a relative. Is, I'm probably the only one with a relative old enough to remember Prohibition. That's what I'm I mean. At. And you see, here's the thing. Here's the thing too: is a lot of what we consider Mexican food is actually Texan food that has yeah. been adapted, like. Fucking Tex-Mex, dude. Hard, hard shell tacos? Come on. Come on. <laughs> the structural integrity of those is just often such an issue. I feel like there's no way that people could have just been subsisting off of them. Uh, it's all about the, the double-layer soft-shell corn. Double. Yeah, double-layer soft-shell corn. But what I mean, that's, that's how you do it. That's how they do it on the street in Mexico. They do it al pastor, you know, with a little bit of pineapple, a little bit of lemon, lime, or lime. Better. Okay. I mean, they call... They call... Here's a... Here's another thing. Bonus fact for free. Oh. There is no diff- there is no word for lemon or to distinguish between lemon, lemon and lime. lime in Spanish. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is an argument that I used to get in with my mom all the time. She would ask for limones and I would give her a le- give her a lemon. She'd be like, "No, no, the other one." Did it has this not like Surely this is a problem that has been solved, verde. right? Yeah, well, seriously. Well, I mean, eventually mom did give in and start saying limon verde, but but I mean, it was just that... I think that's what I was taught. Was you were meant to, She was just expecting you to infer from context of what she was doing? Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing, too. You see, I think you just do see more limes than you do see lemons in Latin that's countries. True. But I mean, that's, yeah. that's not a fact that I'm trying to test y'all on. That's just the truth. So... Wait, what do they call Sprite then? A limon limon soda. Soda de limones. It's double letter. Coca Cola Compania. They probably pluralize it, yeah. Oh my god. Now, well, when the moment that you said that, I for some reason thought of like, well, I guess I know why. The like international tasting room at World of Coke. Oh my god! And there, so I re, what I remember is that there's this one soda there that everybody hates except Chris apparently. Beverly, it's, it's fucking so good. Beverly. I I haven't had it. Which one is one that time. one? Is that the one that's it's, kind of? It's, it's like Italian. It's it's oh. the Italian palate cleansing soda. Oh yeah, no, because like it's a basically nice little aperitif. It's a really bitter seltzer water because mm-hmm. it's literally meant to come after something really sweet. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. whole point of it. I like it. Well, then that People like think I'm weird. Aperitifs are fun. Man, what a word. Um, it makes more sense when you know the context. And the reason mm-hmm. people hate it most of the time is they because expect they're like a sweet it. soda. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, wow, this is going to be sweet. I haven't right? actually been to the soda tasting room at World of Coke. because I've just, never been to World of Coke, but they have Beverly at a... Epcot? They've had it sometimes. They don't always have it, I don't see, think. Because that's... I think that's where I... Because that's... Yeah, I've been to Epcot twice recently. No, the worst one every is time the I stop in there. pineapple one. Because I expected it to be like pineapple. It's from like a... It's not like Pineapple Fanta, which you can also get at World Cup. That's oh, Pineapple that's Fanta good stuff. is it's all right. so good. Yeah. Go overseas, you get a Lemon Fanta. Lemon Fanta is the best. You can literally make sangria in Spain just by like putting red wine in Lemon Fanta. That's what a lot of people actually Whoa. did. Because you can buy... Well, no, you can buy wine that's, anywhere that's in Spain fucking at any time. So people would just... So like 
when we were uh, when we were in Pamplona for the running of the bulls, people would just grab a two liter of Fanta lemon and a bottle of wine and combine the two in like the two bottles. Oh god! And that's the way to go. Everyone so, was so drunk in Pamplona. Well, okay. margarita from Texas. <laughs> I, okay. I think I'm, you're you're getting me a little bit with the whole Americanized version of Mexican restaurants because that is so true and I hate that that's yeah me. and that's and also I'm telling you with the name the name to me feels like the name the name now that I'm thinking about it the name Margarita feels like some Texan invented the drink and they were like oh shit like what what a, like what do we name it like what are, what are Mexican women named people like women and this is maybe supposed to be Mexican they just went for it. <laughs> But you were saying earlier, right, that Mercedes was not was named after a person. I might have picked the wrong example. I'm pretty sure Mercedes is an old Hispanic name. Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, but I don't then know if that's what they call it. Somebody named the car. I think it's Mercedes. It might be a different car. Named the car after a person with that name, like his his daughter or something. Oh uh, yeah, you're thinking of Ford, dude. Henry Ford. Duh. Well, no, <laughs> it's not fucking Ford. <laughs> it's not that hard. The Dodge Brothers. Yeah, and then oh, he was God. president. It was easy. Oh God. Um, they only gotten one. I I think I think this is fucking true, man. I'm I think unless you say unless something that Chris is about to say completely sways me, where we're just like, oh, we we gotcha. Okay, I'm sorry for what I'm about to ask, but this shows how bad I am with this stuff. Why is in a margarita again? <laughs> <laughs> Tequila, okay. triple sec, oh, yeah, lime juice. Triple sec. That's, I mean, that's, in a true margarita, that's all you need, is tequila, triple sec, ideally Cointreau. See, see, now I'm trying to think about when did, tri- when did triple sec become a thing. I'm just telling you right now, I will have absolutely no idea. Like, I, I don't know, like, orange liqueur probably been around for a while. I feel like, I'm going to say true just to be different. Well, I said true also. Oh, so sorry, not... false. I'm going to say false okay. to be different. Okay, I bamboozled you, Gabe. Oh, he yes. did get me. <laughs> oh shit! The perfect street. I've continues. been got. Okay, so the so the real answer is just that it is an older. Mexican uh, well, drink. so it was actually invented during Prohibition, but it was in Mexico, Mexico. not in ah. Texas. Yeah, I, I didn't. The time. I, I, I felt okay by the time period. I didn't like the Texas part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It was. Now people do accredit it to Texans coming over to Mexico to drink. And wanting, That's why it's popular. Yeah, here. well, so what I found, a cocktail historian actually, and this is a thing, there are cocktail historians, um, actually Wait, found... There's three of them. Yeah. Evidence wow. in that the first margarita was made in 1937, and it was um, it was actually an, a Mexican adaptation of a, a drink that was popular in America at the time called the Daisy, which was the exact same ingredients but with brandy instead of tequila. That sounds worse. That sounds mar- much. It sounds much worse, but um, but margarita is actually Spanish for Daisy. Oh, well, fuck. Wow, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know that. I, I, I have a, I'm supposed to be fluent. I forgot that. <laughs> I have like that weird like Spanish no- like level of Spanish knowledge where it's like I took it for like long enough in high school that I could probably stumble my way through a conversation, but I also know that I would sound like I learned it from high school, and I'm not really about that. So I usually <laughs> just keep that one. But yeah, stored away. Even most like stories that are like folk stories and stuff that attribute the invention of the margarita attribute it to Mexico and like okay. bartenders like near Tijuana especially. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there are a couple that say it was by an heiress, made by an heiress at a party in Texas. Mm-hmm. But most, but you see the uh, that the date contradicts the time when people were talking about margaritas in like historical records and like newspapers and stuff. So huh. margaritas definitely existed in Mexico first. Hmm. Well, that's. 
I like it. Um, all right, yeah, I guess, man, I would, <laughs> every time, so Chris just motioned toward me with his hand, like, yeah, you go next. And every time, like, I have the instinct to do that as well, I'm just like, motherfucker, that, like, there's, <laughs> this is an audio medium. <laughs> um, so, okay, so here is mine for this week, and, um, uh, so, so, have both of you seen, probably you have, Stuart Little. Yes, I have seen Stuart Little. The greatest movie of our time. The greatest movie of all time. Hugh way, Laurie, what, a, what a, a man. Yeah, as a kid, totally didn't know who Hugh Laurie was and then haven't seen it since. Learned the other day that when I was like looking stuff up about this, that it was fucking Hugh Laurie that that was. Yeah. Um, I think I only know him as sort of like with the stubble from House, and so just, yeah. the recognition is, is off. Uh, but anyway. That was um, like me when I really looked up Edgar Wright and realized how much stuff he had done besides just like the four movies I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh so so in Stuart Little um, when they were filming the movie um, they're they're you know you have to decorate there your was sets. a mouse there well yeah, they, yeah Stuart Little that's my fact Stuart Little isn't animated he's just real they just Shit. kind of they were going to film a different movie and mouse came onto the set and they sort of just <laughs> around him <laughs> You ever, you so Stuart Little is a documentary. I mean, you ever wonder how the fuck come anybody would like... Can you imagine... By the way, this is a joke I've heard about that this movie before that I fully admit is not original, but I lost it at this. Can you imagine being the kid in the fucking adoption home who someone comes in yeah. and he's like the, the mouse instead of you? Jesus Christ. Anyway. Well, it's weirder because in the original books, she gives birth to the mouse. Really? And I just don't like... Yeah. Is this a medical mystery kind It's of just thing? a medical just mystery. Did they even address it? No. Well, I mean, the, that makes it so they much take better. It, take it to the do- they take him to the doctor, and the, they address it. It's like the doctor looks inside the mouse's ear and then laughs because it's a mouse's ear for some reason. So he's just like, yep, that's a mouse. Also, the author of Stuart Little is, I'm pretty sure, the same author, same as the author of um, Charlotte's Web, E.B. White. Oh, is it? I don't know. Who is also wrote... The book on grammar, Strunken White's like okay. manual. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah. So wait, was and this is one question I wrote before the fact: was there a sequel to Stuart Little book where he went to camp, or is that a different rat mouse based novel? Series? No, that's. I don't know if he went to camp, but he did go camping. No, this in is the like sequel, someone went to summer camp. I don't. Are you thinking? It was like a cat. It okay, was so this is Stuart Little. All right, this I'll isn't look, a weird fever dream version of Camp Laszlo that Chris no, is having. No, no, okay. this is a book. Camp Laszlo was an animated, really I, good I, TV I'm show. I'm aware, but I thought maybe you just got your shit scrambled. I up. just had to sh- like uh, stick in there. Laszlo was really good. <laughs> oh man, I haven't watched it in forever. I, I remember really enjoying this episode as a kid, where like he goes swimming and there's like a lamprey that's just latched itself onto him, and yeah. they just kind of like have to let it happen because he leaves <laughs> like befriended it. Um, so so. When they were when they were filming Stuart Little, you know, um, I guess if somebody for some reason listening doesn't know the premise of Stuart Little, um, it's basically a, it's basically just a family that adopts a fucking mouse. So they have their, their nice little quaint family home, and in the house, um, you know, they, the set is like properly made to look like a house. And there's this painting in in the house somewhere that's in a lot of the shots. Well, you know, people just thought, oh, this is a painting that somebody had around. I don't know where they got it. Um, but somebody uh, watching the movie who was like an art historian later on saw the painting in some of these shots and was like holy shit this is like a lost painting and it turned out it was a like real ass lost painting that was by some Hungarian painter that had been thought to be 
you know, it was like it, it hadn't been seen since 1920-something, and I don't know when that movie came out, like probably the 90s, and then this art historian literally like, called him up and got in contact with somebody, and they sure enough, it was the real thing, and it was sold in an auction at some point since then for, you know, however much famous paintings are worth, like well, $100,000. Because it was $2. Well, <laughs> what if they did increase the value, right? Because now it's a famous painting and a Stuart Little set piece. The stupidest stuff will get art to go up in value, dude. Well, I mean... That Banksy painting is worth more now. I guarantee No, no, I knew more. it was worth more. Like, no, like, which it actually is. As it, soon as it happened, I knew it would be said it would double more. in value because he shredded it. Which yeah. is funny, too, because, like, his whole thing was like, oh, my whole thing, purpose with this is my art is not intended to be sold. And it's like... Aren't you like supposed to be smart? Like, that didn't you think it was like this? God guy from Massive, massive Attack? That whole whatever. Thing was staged. I don't. I don't know that it was. Here's how you know it is for sure. There is no way they didn't inspect that entire painting. That's fair. <laughs> they were like, "Oops, missed the twenty pound shredder." In the yeah. front. <laughs> okay. that was totally yeah. staged. I think Banksy sold out for it. That's my opinion. I think Banksy been sold out because he's just the guy from Massive Attack, isn't he? Plus maybe Damon Albarn from Gorillas. <laughs> I, is there any consistent, like, is there any evidence that Banksy has always been the same person as opposed to anyone can just do some dumb stuff? I think art the evidence is that it's just, like, edgy British pop and oh, rock artists. And the style has been mostly consistent. Yeah. Oh, has the art style been yeah, pretty consistent? It'd okay. be pretty hard to recreate. Right. Okay, but Stuart Little. Okay. Yeah, so is the, is the famous painting in Stuart Little per, uh, completely unbeknownst to the people who made Stuart Little? Do you know how much it sold for? Um, I re- I looked up like an article about it earlier, and the number that I saw was like about a hundred k, but I okay. or it was like eighty seven thousand euros, whatever's equivalent. The hardest thing about the show is whenever someone says I looked it up, I'm immediately like, oh, that means it's true, and then I realize like it's no, just you just say that. I was like, you're gonna say that either way, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, Let me actually... let's see, Hungarian artist, you said. What era is the painting from? Um, I don't know the era. I know that it was. Uh, because it had been lost since 1920-something. It was at least that old, if not older. It was it was at least that old and not, like, way older. Like, I think I remember painted, like, 1880s, maybe. It's, like, a lost... This is not, like, some 1650s, like... Is it, it's not yeah. a goddamn Renaissance painting. What is it a painting of? I don't remember. Um, I think it's, like, a... It's So, it's, like, a person kind of, like, laying down... Uh, and there's like a vase in it or something. It's it's something that would be pretty unremarkable. Standard I think. standard painting. Subjects. Yeah, I mean the guy had kind of a unique style when I was looking at it, but it's uh, probably called girl with a vase. Yeah, something in that vein. Yeah, like black woman with black vase or something. There are very few very popular paintings that actually have a good name. Uh, One of the only ones is Broadway Boogie Woogie. Uh, Persistence of Memory is a pretty good. Name. Oh, that is a good. Nothing's name. better than Broadway Boogie Woogie. Though. Broadway Boogie Woogie is good. I love. I like. Well, Nighthawks is a good name. Well, the reason I like Broadway Boogie Woogie is before that do, all these painters were called Composition Two. And then and so then who's, who's Mondrian? Oh, it's Mondrian. Yeah. Okay. Did I say Mondrian? Sorry, yeah, Mondrian. He he did like Composition Two, Composition Three. He's like, uh, this one's called Broadway Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that fun painting names is kind of a game you have to break into gradually. This is the other like, fun thing about the show is we just give out facts as we go because <laughs> it's just kind of like we have to we have to root out shit that we know and like compare to stuff and just, what all the reference points that we use for this. Do you know really any Hungarian artists? Like personally, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll be honest with you. I could barely point on Hungary on a map. 
I mean, I could, but I'd have to think about I would, it. I would, so I would, I would have to get think it about it a lot. It's in the Baltics, right? Yeah, like the, yeah. you would get the region right for sure. Or the Balkans. Somewhere near enough to Russia that it was part of Russia. Yeah. But I mean, that's half a euro. I just... I really... It makes this me wish is, I remember more about my Hungarian art class. This is... This is a... This is a difficult one. I mean, I, I think it's true just because it's so stupid that it has to be true. But you I see, like I I've think it's heard something that's easy There was to a movie where this happened, but I don't remember what it was, and that makes me think this is true. Well, I, I'm just thinking about the West Wing episode where this happened. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, the, well, yeah, there was a West Wing episode where Stuart Little happened. Yeah. It happened within the plot of the West Wing, like a woman who had like fled France... They saw a painting. They yeah. found saw yeah. a painting from her father on display. Like, no, I, I think it was it was Stuart Little and West Wing, the the crossover episode where Stuart Little convinces Bartlett to vote for a pro mouse's rights bill. <laughs> and Bartlett is very into it. He quotes scripture about it. Man, I'm. I feel like it wasn't until more recently that I realized just how like I like that show, but it is really masturbatory. Is it though? You see, everyone says that it is, but that show gets fucking dark sometimes. Yeah, but it, I is, would say a, it is a liberal paradise. It's, of a it show. Is, it's not a liberal paradise though. They're blocked at every corner. They're blocked at every and corner by the university. Not always. Mostly though. Uh, All right, here's once why, you get, once you get to like the the post Sorkin seasons, you see okay, more yeah. of them overcoming the adversity. Like once Sorkin leaves, like season five, it's like. Oh, a shutdown actually results in them getting what they wanted. Which... The reason you know it's a liberal paradise is they pass stuff we still have not passed. That's fair. Day. Wait, that's totally fair. really. There's like gun I, control stuff they pass and all that. I never got past yeah, like the first season, like halfway through the second, because the DVD box set I had was scratched Dude, from Amazon. It's on. It's on. If the box is scratched, the discs still work. Again. No. The, oh my <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying the be- you then if then you didn't even get to the best episode, which is Noel. It's, oh, I thought which, you were gonna say two cathedrals. No, two cathedrals is the best one. Okay, two cathedrals and Noel are tied, probably Man, in my mind. That's also how is that dude Charlie Sheen? And, exce- and you right? know what, Shibboleth is pretty great too. Shibboleth is that one's good episode. Season two had the best episodes, yeah. but God, <sighs> I just think this is true. I don't have much. I think more this is dis- false. I don't know if there's much more discussion. About it. I'm thinking for a second, I'm, but I'm pretty sure it's true. I'm thinking false because it's. Just true. sounds too wacky to not be true. I want it to be too true wacky so to, It sounds too easy to come up with. I think it's false. Okay, so we're... Final okay. answers? Yeah. Final answers. It is real. <laughs> it's fucking real. Oh! <laughs> the streak! of and John got each other. Second, I actually read this on Twitter like the other day and retweeted it, and I was so hoping neither one of you had just seen it, because then I would have just gone to my other... I feel like it's something I read like probably much. years ago on a Today I Learned thread. On Maybe. Or something I'm stupid. very bad at reading my friends' Twitters. So. Uh, well, no, I'm not saying you have to fucking see everything everybody tweets. I'm just saying I got the button chance when you did. Whenever I tweet. Yeah, I know. I did. I did that for you. I do that for you. Oh, Why do you think I like your tweets so fast? That's a good point. <laughs> well, yeah. So this was so so. As for the specifics, I mean, my phone kind of a piece of crap, but I'll try to look it up. But yeah, um, this is a real thing. Like, so it's pretty much as I described. It was like some relatively you know it was one of these paintings that i guess maybe like you would have kind of had to be an art historian to like really get it at a snap you pronounce the story interestingly i I don't know maybe i say it differently every time it's not a starian well i'm from central jersey what do you want (laughs) but but yeah uh chris your phone seriously my phone is like messed up so if you if you want to google this google like Stuart little painting painting. yeah I, i bet you that'll bring it up um I, or it'll bring up a lot of really sick fan art. 
amazing uh, fan art. Sick like art. cool or sick like both. Like, both. Yeah, probably both. But it wouldn't be paint. Stuart Little nude painting. <laughs> Stuart Little <laughs> paint me like one of your French mics. Wow, this painting looks about what I expected, honestly. This has to be called Girl with Vase. It's Sleeping Lady with Black Vase. Sorry, Robert, yeah. enough. Robert Barony. Barony, okay. that is his phone. Okay. I knew it was a B. $285,000. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, man, the, it was on Stuart Little, the price one. I like how, okay, I also, also, the reason this dude really found out is not only is he an art historian, he was a researcher at the, very specifically, the National Gallery of Hungary. It's like, <laughs> it's like the one dude who would know this. So, can you imagine, like, being, being a Hungarian art historian and you're like, oh man, this is like one of the best Hungarian painters of the modern age. I, I, it's such a shame that this painting is lost and you're like and trying then, to track it down. Stuart goddamn little. Stuart fucking little. <laughs> if, goddamn, I think, I don't know why, but if I were an art historian and Hugh Laurie saw a lost painting before me, I'd be mad about it. Mm. He just, he seems like, he seems kind of smug. I feel like he's probably, oh, this was like is it just the house too? character? Didn't he, didn't he like make a, no, because like, didn't he make like a blues piano album recently? What? A few years back, yeah, he was Hugh Laurie. Oh yeah. He was yeah. Tu- he was touring, at he went to he played at center stage while I was an undergrad. I remember this. Oh shit. Yeah. I just assumed he was still. Is House mad still and... running? No, no, no. House got canceled like when I was in high school. Yeah, I was about to say. Or yeah. like maybe not got canceled, but it ended when I was. I in think high it's one of those shows that just ended. Yeah. Uh, other other cool thing is there is an episode the episode of House that's like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest like tribute yeah. where he's like Lin Manuel Miranda is in that episode. That's he, kind of bizarre. He plays the rapping roommate. Was he just fam- like was that like post In the Heights and he was just I think for it that? was like I think it was like around the same time as In the Heights actually. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like people I feel like probably people who were like into musical theater would probably know who he was then, but until Hamilton, people or, weren't or like improvised rap <laughs> horny for him all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Chris? Alright. You ready? So, here's mine. Right. <clears throat> Hit me. In the 12th century, Tiffany was actually an extremely common name. It sounds so modern that authors and historians tend to always avoid it whenever they write history books about the period. This is specifically known as the Tiffany problem and applies to a lot of different things. <laughs> See, I really thought I, when you mentioned the Tiffany problem, I thought it was going to have to do with weddings because Tiffany no, jewelry. No. But <laughs> that's what I thought. I think okay, and it may not be true. I, I did that I have to, to admit, stage Chris, a little bit. I have to admit, oh, Chris, I'm 99% sure that I've heard this before. Are you? So if you if you feel if like you say so, if you feel like you want me, if you feel like you want to do the other one because it damages the integrity, if one of us has heard it already, you can. But I'm like 99. I mean, I have another one prepared. So if, if you yeah. want to discuss this a little bit, I can always give a second one. Um, mm, but no, I think I actually have also heard this one before. Man, uh, do you wait? What do you? Yeah, okay. So this I think is. It's, I think it's true. It's a real thing. Dang it. Yeah. yeah okay. It's a real thing. It, it is true. the other one. It's Sorry, so man. So here's my here's my other one, which is the or and this is more wedding themed for, in, for John, mm-hmm. which is that the origin. Oh, let me bring this up. Or maybe I'm bringing. <laughs> I feel like every fucking time <laughs> I feel like every time I have to qualify like I might be bringing up something or I might be staring at a random I don't even know the origin of honeymoon like the word and the whole and idea, the whole thing okay but what well, is actually from a uh, Norse word Norse word that is Hushnasmanthar 
Which means honey month. Chris, how many times have to practice saying that? Which means in hiding. You see, I I looked something up about this very recently, and I because because I was looking. Oh, I guess this looking at wedding stuff. Oh man, and I know that that's false because the origin of honeymoon. The origin of honeymoon comes actually from how in Babylon in Babylon, the bride's father would pay for all of the groom's mead for the month after the wedding. That also sounds like it's not fucking real. It's real. So here's what I found out: what? was that nobody is actually sure. Really? And that's also an idea. Huh? I didn't know that. So the the people are sure, pretty sure it's not the one I was gonna say, but they're also not sure it's any of those things. Huh? Because the one I was saying is that it was a Norse thing, and honestly, this is how you should do it. Not really. Yeah. I, I'm about <laughs> to qualify that statement with "do not do this." But, and the Norse thing was you would kidnap the bride, the husband would, and then go hide for a month or until she was pregnant. And then I you thought would come you were going to say until they found you. <laughs> no, if it was like it was like you came back with her being pregnant or they didn't find you for a month and then it was done. Like they they couldn't contest the marriage. That was like how oh. it worked. That's actually wild and sounds That part is true that that happened. That yeah. was a very real thing. And it is one of the things they think might have been a reason, but they've pretty much ruled it out now as being the reason things are called honeymoon. So basically there is no like established reason yeah. as to why things I, are called honeymoon. Because that's what I was looking up. There are other people that say that. Because there's also a version where it was like you go somewhere for a month and someone brings you wine every day. Mm. But then there was someone who was like, they give you wine for a month. It was yeah. like, there's a bunch of them. They're not sure which it is. So since I'm so bad this week at facts, apparently... You shouldn't be having a wedding, John. Then you wouldn't know having... anything about honeymoons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm have, I'm having I'm not even having a honeymoon. So honestly, I can't blame you. Like I feel like the fact that it's so expected, it's like it costs a ton of money. You can go on well, vacation. A lot of people just like delay their honeymoons. Or, yeah, some people. I think isn't or just the, take like a weekend or something. Or like the new thing is what well, my sister did, which is you just go on something where people can buy you extra stuff to do while you're there, and then you mm-hmm. don't pay for like ninety percent of it. Mm-hmm. I think I think we might just be using my friend, my efficient, who is also my friend, is getting married in January. So I think we might just use that just as like a little the time vacation, there. you know? Uh, okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah, and that'll be that'll be nice for us. It's gonna be in Savannah, so it'll be nice. So that you can yell in the middle of the wedding. It's cool you're getting married, but this is our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Very rude of me. Okay, let's do some. All right, we're gonna do some bonus facts. Bonus facts. Since I'm so bad. Oh, God. We should put an echo on that. (laughs) Bonus fact. No, 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 no. Like, take the fake echo and just echo it. You guys know I'm not going to do any of that, right? Bonus fact. I'm going to leave all this and do none of what you just said. (laughs) Hold on. Put a different effect on it. Bonus facts! That was the worst possible. That was a surprisingly decent, like... I don't know if I'm supposed to be a specific sort of hair metal singer or just in that region. No, that places. that was a very good impression with a different word of. This is a hard. This is a hard pull. I don't know how many you're gonna get this, but when you order a Domino's pizza, there is the one selector for the pizza notification system that is the heavy metal one. Jesus. And that's what he sounds like. Chris, like, only pizza's going in the oven. 
Man! And I always use that one because it's the best one. <laughs> I, I have a friend who uh, was ordering, he, he had ordered a pizza and left that window open and he was playing uh, Amnesia the Dark Descent back when that was really popular. <laughs> That's the worst thing to leave open during the worst thing possible. Well, so, so what happened was he got like the like, like the notification sound like, your pizza is getting some oven loving right in the middle of like a really tight <laughs> And he just like jumped out of his chair. What? <laughs> When we when I played Amnesia: The Dark Descent, it was sophomore year. I was living with three other dudes, and we were just drinking a shit ton of Manischewitz and playing with, with the lights off. Where did you Hampton why, House? Why Manischewitz? Because because that was the wine that we because it was cheap and it was alcoholic and it tasted like candy. Man. And one of our roommates was Jewish. Yeah, fair enough. Those things all do come together, sort of like that. Um, all right, let's get your bonus fact. Okay, Thank I'm you. gonna I'm gonna do mine. I'm gonna do mine. Oh wait. Oh, wait, wait, you didn't even say it yet. Yeah, no, I didn't even say it yet. Yeah, say it. Okay. Based on some stuff that was said earlier, I think y'all might know this one, but so when a sword is recovered from an ancient battlefield, so like if a sword has been used in battle before, uh, especially like from the medieval era, but this even happens like with swords that were used by the Japanese in World War II, if you polish a dirty sword that was used in battle, then that sword will bleed. If there is blood rust on the sword, that sword's going to bleed. It will uh, look like blood in the water. And as it bleeds, as you polish it off and the blood stops drying and becomes liquid and it goes into the water, it smells a lot like cooking steak. Uh, we'll see. Like you guys are coming up facts. I was studying the blade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're not for the laws of this land. I would strike you down when yeah. you stand. Light, lightning. My lightning answer is: it's not true, but it is true that it looks like blood. But it's not really much of the actual blood. It's just that the rust has the similar color. So to clarify, you're saying if, like, an anthropologist finds a sword mm -hmm. in or some an archaeologist, place, yeah, okay. you don't just mean like I use the sword to mm -hmm. murder someone, then I wash it. Like, obviously yeah, no. If, if, if it's like years and years <laughs> of like aged blood thing. so give, give me the exact thing it does when it bleeds again so like it, so you like, wash it you wash it off but this as it liquid as it the blood will basically like liquefy and like drop into the water and it will look like blood in the water basically so are you saying like, it is blood or just it is blood it oh, is blood that's the thing i don't think it is the blood it is blood and it smells like a steak cooking i don't think blood can last that long on something that's metal. it's we got we got to stay true to the lightning around chris yeah, I, think. Yeah. I think it's false also it's true dang it there goes the streak it's true also, i just we gotta broke keep, your streak we got to keep this we got to start keeping score of these things we do all right here's my uh here's my quick one uh gorillas have smaller dicks than people on average False. I'm not saying anything because I just I I don't know what I, don't I expected. To, I don't I don't want it. Hmm. I don't know we what need I, we needed. Well, we depends needed on, a fun one. I suppose it depends on the gorilla. I don't know what on I average. On average. No, I'm just like. But I'm. I'm I should but have like, what known kind when we gorilla? started doing oh. a podcast with Gabe. This was gonna happen. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was my mentality. I thought uh, my mine for today aren't that like. Aaron is funny as my one from last time, so I need to spice it up. That was my only mentality here. Um, but I, yeah, what spices are guys, more guys, than guys, guys, I just, I just, I just need complete silence. I need complete silence on this one. <clears throat> <clears throat> this is gonna be really bad. I don't even know what it is. 
dicks out for Harambe. No. <laughs> Shit! I didn't think... I, if I... Oh. See, here's the thing. You know why you know that I didn't think of that? Because if I had thought of that, I would not have said it because I would have thought, I don't want anybody to listen to this and think I meant to make a Harambe joke because I want to clarify that that joke lost its luster about five minutes after it happened. And I remember because I was playing Pokemon Go. I could have gone the rest of my life, but Harambe never happened. Man. I saw it in someone's Twitter description. I was like, not following this. Like person. just now, like recently. Yeah, like two week, two days ago. I was like, not following this. Person. Okay, so John's like dead. Okay, what did you even say? Did you say it was false? I said false. On average. Yeah, like the average. So here's my justification for it being false, which is that gorillas are big, but in general, everything about them is stumpier than humans. Wait, so wouldn't if everything is stumpier, wouldn't that mean that it is true? Because the fact was, gorillas have smaller dicks oh, than people. Oh, oh, smaller. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like gorillas' penis. I think it's true. It is. <laughs> In that case, enough, I think it's true. Then. Weirdly enough. For the same logic. Uh, um, I don't know exactly why, but apparently across apes, for some reason, humans just have disproportionately large dicks. I don't know why. Don't No comment on that. I'm just saying, like, apparently that's a thing. Right, and you would think that it would just sort of scale. Originally, I was thinking about replacing this with There's, that one about barnacles. But I actually have very barnacles. serious reasoning for this. What? And I don't want to get too gross, so I, I won't say much more on it. But I think, it's, I think it has a lot to do with the fact <clears throat> that we're one of the only creatures that does things for pleasure. Yeah, but also. gorillas do that too, don't they? I don't think I've, they have seen much, gorillas masturbating. At zoos. You were at a zoo and it just it just went for it? Well, I didn't see, I've seen video of them. Apparently this is like a major issue with keeping certain primates at zoos. It's like cause the kid comes and like yeah. the, like like bonobos in particular, it's like a huge problem because yeah. pe- you know, they don't want the moms like shielding having to shield the kids' eyes every two seconds. I don't I don't think bono- bonobos, bonobos, however you pronounce it, I don't think they should be in zoos because they are Ethically, very... Oh, well that too, probably yeah. but <laughs> Yeah, no, you think they're too horny for they, Zeus? Well, no, no, no. I think they're, ethically speaking, like, they're too... They're very intellectual. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, that's, I agree with you. They're they're, they're like, one of the animals. It's, like, kind of weird. Like, I feel like if you're, like, rescuing animals and putting them in captivity... Like, even Bethany, who's, like, the most pro-Zoo person I know, like, she still gets, like, a little weird when she's like, I don't know about bonobos, though. Man. Are they... Everyone's always like, oh, they're the closest thing to people. Is it them or chimps? Is this, like... I know closest is a very relative term here, but to whatever extent, like... I will say, bonobos genuinely do look more like people than chimps do, I think. It's, I don't know what it they fucks look like. with, I'll look at them later. Dude, yeah, yeah, have you seen... Some gorillas as well have, like, very expressive faces. It's. I mean, if you go to, like, uh, Jacksonville Zoo, which is the best zoo that I've ever been to, even yeah, though it doesn't have a pangolin... Too. Well, that's can oh, that's a Knoxville. Knoxville. We need to go to Knoxville. I want to I want to go just for that. I have no do, other reason. Do to you want to do a weekend trip to Knoxville sometime? This is not something that needs to be in the podcast. <laughs> we can we can discuss it in a bit. But actually, what we should think about is we we did our lightning. Do you have like a lightning one? No, or we said that's kind of the way it played my, out. Oh, my stuff were flops. Well, now, man, you know what? I guess the problem I have now is all the facts I can come up with off the, top, off the top of my head are like weird dinosaur facts. The problem with that is they are all definitely true, and I can't just give you guys a dinosaur fact. You'll be like, whoa, it's Chris. It's See, true. Well, that's kind of the thing is no matter what he said, we're probably like, yeah, he knows. I have a whole Twitter account and all this is bad, weird facts. Hey, what's that Twitter account? 
Super fun dino time. <laughs> at, at super fun dino time. Yeah. Okay. Also, an important thing of this uh, Twitter account is he doesn't look anything up ever. He somehow knows all this shit. I haven't looked anything up yet. Eventually, I probably will have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so far, it's only been things that I already knew. All right. Uh, so, do we want to do our little ends thing that we gotta, that we're doing? Yeah, yeah. So, um, as we said earlier, Pocket Podcast Network picked us up, so we're part of the Pocket Podcast Network, which has a lot of good shows. Um, currently, I think, uh, shows that are coming out regularly are, well, my other show, Home Viewing, which is a podcast where we watch movies, both Gabe and Chris have been on said podcast. They had some pretty good episodes with them. Um, there's also No Dice, which is a, uh... Now it's monthly um, tabletop role playing game podcast. Yeah, D&D. I think like D and D fifth edition. Yeah, yeah. D and D fifth edition. Um, let's see. There's a new podcast that was just added called I forget what it's called. It's a foot, but it's a podcast about the NFL. Give me a second to look it up. I got you. You got it. Uh, simultaneous catch. Yes, simultaneous catch. Yes. Simultaneous, simultaneous. Yes. Catch. It's the same word. It's is it is it though? I think it is. <laughs> um. So yeah, lots of good stuff on the network make sure you check it out and uh big thanks to james hunter usa for the intro and outro of our show yes say the name of it again i don't remember never far i had to think for a second yes <laughs> oh no because my first thing was a different song by a totally different band i don't know why that came away mm-hmm. anyway yeah. all right well i guess see you guys uh next in two, two weeks, weeks. two yeah. weeks in two weeks yep see y'all in november see you later. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.